Breakfast Club, Maine's Big Z, more music, better variety, always online at mainsbigz.com. Time for the Sun Journal weekend preview. Justin Pelletier is in. I feel like you're on almost as much as Will now, Justin. I feel like. Well, you know, I mean, you got you to put your best foot forward. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I guess you do. <laughs> I guess you I guess you really do when you really look at that. Uh, big win uh, for the Lewiston Blue Devils uh, over the last weekend, uh, one of the state championship. But just the way they won it was like they didn't, they showed pretty much no mercy to anybody. And uh, that's kind of the way that they've been able to play this season. They haven't always done so uh, for a very variety of reasons. Um, they, they were really, really good all season. But in some games, you know, they'll, they'll pull off the gas pedal not to, not to try to rub it in anybody's faces, of course. And, uh, um, you know, they also have been susceptible uh, in the past to uh, teams getting under their skin a little bit. Um, and that's, you know, and that's exactly how Falmouth tried to, to play it again because when Falmouth beat them during the regular season – that's that's how uh, they done it. Is is they got under Lewiston's skin a little bit. Lewiston took some penalties and found the score on the power plays. So um, the satisfying part to them, and in speaking with Jamie Bellow, the, the head coach, since then, uh, the satisfying part to them is that they were able to 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 win in the face of the pressure of be trying as as Falmouth was trying to goad them into into being in the box a little bit more. And um, every time that uh, Falmouth uh, tried. Uh, to go them into penalties, they kept their cool, and then in the ensuing power play, they were able to bury something. And I think that was made made it very satisfying for them. And uh, it, it's a great atmosphere the other night as well. Fantastic! Well, anytime you get thirty seven hundred people in that building, um, it, it's it's fantastic. The the Colise is really uh, one of the premier, if not the premier, uh, hockey venues uh, in the state for that reason. Uh, you can hold more people in Portland, and I'll tell you, I will give them credit at, at the uh, Cross Insurance Arena in Portland. If you fill that place with 7,000 people like it's built, like it's designed to be, that place can get rocking too. There's no question about it. But for the high school state championship, you're never going to put 7,000 pe- 7, people in those, in those stands. And so that 3,700-seat venue that the Colise has is just about the perfect size for something like that. Really, uh, really jam-packed. It was funny. I kept watching, seeing all the photos and like half full. Oh, now it's quarter. Uh, now it's full. Now it's, I'm like, I don't see a lot of seats there. there no, there were not a lot of seats, seats open. Nope. That's a that's always nice stuff. Now you get some uh, skiing coming up as well, right? Yeah, we have uh, the United States uh, ski team uh, will be at Sugarloaf uh, next weekend, beginning next Saturday for competition. Next Friday for practice, uh, the United United States Alpine Skiing Championships will be at Sugarloaf for the second time in three years. Um, I believe it's the either the sixth or the seventh time that Sugarloaf hosts. This event and uh, um, they have snow for it this year. Yeah, they do. They do. And last year was or two years ago was a little icy. Um, The conditions were a little icy. A lot of man-made snow that got packed down pretty pretty hard. Um, They had some nice weather during the day um, during those championships, uh, which also the sun coming out made it a little bit a little bit slick up there. But this time, a lot more powder uh, has come down. Natural powder. Uh, has come down for them, so they're gonna they're gonna probably gonna have a, a pretty good weekend up there next weekend for that event. But a lot of the top skiers in the world, really, because the United States has such a great ski program, uh, a lot of the top skiers in the world will be there uh, as well, and it'll be fun to uh, fun to see that talent right here in our backyard. No Alberto Tomba. No, no Alberto Tomba. No. That's really that's kind of <laughs> sad. I really I really liked Alberto Tomba back in the day. He was he was that guy was. He was something else. I don't. What, I wonder what he's doing now. That's weird. You never know who's gonna. Never know who's gonna show up. Talking with Justin Pelletier from the Sun Journal. We'll talk about some things upcoming in the Sun Journal in the Sun Journal Sports section. We're also going to talk a little bit about a big feature that's going to be coming up in the Sun Journal Sports section this weekend. 
a little bit more on that on the way as well. It's a Sun Journal weekend preview for Friday on Maine's Big Z. Welcome back. Breakfast Club, Maine's Big Z, more music, better variety. Sun Journal weekend preview. Justin Pelletier is in to talk about that. For more information about the Sun Journal or to find them online for digital subscription options, go to sunjournal.com. Now, you've got uh, quite a feature that's going to be running this weekend. Let's talk a little bit about that without giving too much away on it. Well, the uh, the, the feature is, uh, of course, as you mentioned uh, a little while ago, Lewiston High School won the um, state championship in hockey last weekend, and uh, one of their... Uh, leaders on that team, uh, a two-year captain now. Uh, first of all, that first and foremost, that's that's a big piece of the story right there. Is uh, a school like Lewiston that has such a hockey tradition? It's very rare that uh, underclassmen are are wearing a, a C. Many many have worn an A. The last few years, they've started to uh, to try and build that that camaraderie and and um, give a, a C also to a junior. Um, just in the last couple of years, you've started to see that a little bit. So you have some consistency from year to year where you have a leader that's there. But it takes a special a special person to have to wear that letter, to wear a captain's C on any hockey team, uh, never mind as an underclassman or junior, rather, in uh, in high school hockey. Um, and uh, this young man uh, has done that the last couple of years, a uh, young man by the name of uh, Jeremy Rancourt. And uh, uh, he uh, has a, a very unique story um, over the course of, of his um Young life has, has gone through a lot of, of personal um, um, challenges uh, to get to where he is, and he was the he, he tied for the team lead in scoring this year. Um, he is a finalist for the Travis Roy Award, uh, which will be handed out uh, a week from Sunday um, by the Maine uh, Class A Coaches Association. Um, one of the final four uh, in that uh, as well. Um, but uh, this is a kid who. Um, He's he's uh, gone through a lot in his life to uh, to to reach the pinnacle of his hockey career, which he doesn't think is over, of course, and neither do his coaches and, and of course his family. Um, but uh, ten years ago, he uh, he lost his father. Um, uh, I don't know how many people uh, in our area still remember. Uh, it's only ten years ago, so many probably do. Uh, his father was uh, Deputy uh, David Rancourt of the Androscoggin Sheriff's Department. And uh, he lost his life. He had a heart attack and uh, died while diving for the Androscoggin Sheriff's dive team looking for evidence in a case. Um, he surfaced uh, during the dive, uh, said that uh, uh, he was having troubles. And um, by the time they brought him to shore, he had passed away. Um, so this is a kid who, at seven years old, um, his father passed away in the line of duty. And um, he threw himself into the sport of hockey as a, as a coping mechanism. Uh, and he's really devoted his career to his father's memory. And I think that story and everything that's gone into that over the last 10 years is really make a, a compelling story. And it's a story of redemption and it's a story of, of overcoming a challenge. And I think that's a, a big piece of that because, you know, you could, you could fold, you could, you could really just kind of crawl under a rock and go away. And he never did that. Um, his family, um, his friends have been a, a great support structure. Um, his mother, Dawn, his, his little brother, Brock, who, um, uh, wasn't born yet. Uh, he was, uh, he was, uh, not born when, when Dave passed away. Um, uh, he was, uh, Dawn was pregnant 
Jeremy's mother was pregnant with Brock when, when Dave passed away. So, you know, that whole family dynamic and the support structure is just a really incredible story. And um, it's going to be long. I'm not going to lie. Um, it, it took some time to tell the story, but I really think people are going to going to um, have a chance to to really see what makes him him work and and really get to see the the behind the scenes of of what it's like to to grow up and uh, have a real passion that that allows you to escape real life. No, I know he uh, he wears number eleven. He either wears number eleven or number fifteen because that was his dad's squad number, or something, right? So fifteen, yeah, fifteen. Yeah. Fifteen was uh, was David's um, badge number, and uh, one fifteen was mm-hmm. the cruiser number. Yeah. So um, when he actually a little bit a little bit from the story when he uh, went to choose his number, one of his classmates, because of course in high school you choose your number based on seniority. There was no fifteen ahead of him, uh, but a classmate of his. Um, actually had worn 15 all the way growing through as well. And whether it was alphabetical or just the order that the freshmen got called in to, to pick their number, um, his friend in, the, in his class picked 15 ahead of him. Um, and he didn't tell anybody that it mattered anything to him. Instead, he went and said, okay, well, my dad's license plate number was 115. So instead mm-hmm. of taking the 15 for the call number, he took the first two numbers of the license plate number from the cop car and uh, and has been 11 ever since. And um like uh, Coach Bello told me uh, during our interview, how many kids are going to be lining up next year to wear number 11 for Lewiston High School because he's done that number so proud. And um, even Jeremy told me himself, he says, you know, the number's not important. I'll always find a way to make it work, whether it's 4 plus 7 equals 11, so I wear 47. You know, 7 plus 8 makes 15, so I could wear 78. He says, I'll find a way to make it work because, you know, he's always going to want to do something, but the actual physical number really didn't matter to him as long as he was doing something in spirit. We're talking with Justin Pelletier from the Sun Journal. You can read his feature this weekend about Travis Roy, award finalist in Lewiston hockey player and state champion, and to uh, back-to-back camp captain now, back-to-back state champion as well, Jeremy Rancourt. Uh, again, that'll be in the paper this Sunday. Anything else we should be looking for this Sunday? Uh, who do you think? Who do you think on the Sun Journal sports staff is going to have the best bracket? <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. This is one of those one of those years where. Um, our, our friend Callie Oaks, who, uh, has organized our internal pool for, you know, well, more, than, more than 20 years, uh, he's not here anymore. And so quite honestly, I don't think we have an internal one wow. this year. This so is unbelievable. I, I'm going to be, I'm going to be filling out a bracket here after I, um, or I'm sorry, I'm going to be, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, you filled I, yours out already. But yeah, it was, yeah, 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 a little yeah, bit after time. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, well, no, I, I filled it out yesterday at ten thirty. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, that's 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 the reality. Is I filled it out at ten thirty and and uh, waiting for the games to start. So um, this this opening weekend is such is such fun though. Regardless, uh, you get to you get to watch that stuff. But we'll have plenty of coverage of that in the in the, in the paper as well, of course, and uh, um, skiing some skiing preview stuff and. Uh, all sorts of stuff. You know, the B section is always filled with, with some interesting, quirky stuff. And, you know, anytime Mark LaFlamme gets his pen to paper and writes a column, it's always a must-read as well in, the, in that section. So um, fun stuff, uh, as always, in that Sunday paper. Justin Peltier from the Sun Journal for the Sun Journal Weekend Preview. Thank you very much. One more on the way. Maine's Big Z.